hello, hello, and welcome once again to the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric, and you're listening to Fika with Arctic Eric. Gosh, I, I so enjoy these opportunities to meet with you here at the kitchen table. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing there, where you are, and whatever time it is, I want to thank you for taking these few minutes to join me today. Well, I've titled this podcast, You Will Find Rest. Isn't that marvelous? Let's start with the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. This is from the New King James Version. It's Jesus who's speaking. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. The words of the Lord Jesus Christ coming from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. Let's think about this. Obviously, if Christ is mentioning putting his yoke upon us, well, it certainly can't have to do with finding rest from our daily activities that are necessary in this world to work and to cultivate and to sow and reap no matter where our workplace might be. It's all part of the fall. We are going to eat by the sweat of our brow. Work is a part of it. So obviously he's not contradicting scripture here. No, no, he must be talking about another kind of yoke and another kind of labor, another kind of burden, something that we need so that our souls can find rest. You know, we are one person, spirit, soul, and body. One God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We are one. But we certainly can see in Scripture we have a body. We have a brain or a mind, will and emotions. And we also have a spirit. That's the part of us that becomes born again, spirit, soul, and body. So Jesus is speaking here that there are people who need to come to him who are laboring and heavy laden. And in the context, obviously, it's those who have been laboring and are weighted down with the burdens of being good enough for God. Those who are doing all they can to earn a place, a position with God. And Jesus says, come to me, all of you who are trying to make it happen. What is that? This relationship that God wants to have with you, this Holy Spirit relationship that God wants, this Jesus relationship that God wants to have with you, Come to me and stop trying to make it happen yourself. No, 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Listen, the teacher is in you, the Holy Spirit. He is the one that will enlighten Scripture for you and reveal the wisdom and knowledge, the depth and the beauty of things found in Christ alone. It says, I'm low in heart, lowly in heart, and I'm gentle. Listen, he wants us to have rest for our souls because it is by his spirit that he who began a good work in you and me will complete it. It isn't by our soulish activity. It isn't by our own effort. It isn't by our education or lack of education. It isn't by our church attendance or the lack of church attendance. It isn't about our participation in good works No, it is about he who does good works, the one on the inside of you. Come to me, all you who are trying to be what only God himself, through the new birth and the continuing transforming power of God, can recreate you and transform you continually to be. You will find rest for your soul when you stop trying to do that which God wants to do through his Son by the Spirit. Listen, what God does in and through your life by the indwelling person of the Holy Spirit, Christ in you is being glorified and God is glorified by the activity of Christ in you by his Spirit, that wonderful Spirit of grace. He says his yoke being connected to him by casting all your cares upon him and being hooked up and connected continually to him, then life in the Spirit, life in the relationship God wants to have with you, becomes easy and light because it's not you who's doing it. The one who began that good work by faith He will complete it. Think about this now. Yes, I don't want to be confused here. Of course, we sweat at work. (laughs) There's certainly uh, our challenges in our everyday life. No doubt about it. He's with us. He's there to help us. But we have to do our part. But in the things of the kingdom, the king himself, the Lord Jesus Christ, who rules and reigns over his domain, which is you if you're born again, he is the one who wants to have the honor, the joy, the privilege of working in you so that you can rest from all the religious activities and enjoy being with the people of God and enjoy worshiping God and enjoy enjoy serving others, but not for the purpose of measuring up or comparing yourself to one another or being good enough or earning points with God. No. He says, listen, today, come to me, and every day, come to me if you can sense that you are struggling to be good enough, to do enough, to work enough, to think enough, to say, listen, He wants to give us rest so that he can be that river of living water in us that flows through us and speaks through us and waters others through us by his might, by his power, by his spirit. You know, this is called Fika with Arctic Eric, freedom in Christ always. 
And if we go on, we can find here in, in the key verse for Fika, or verses, Galatians, beginning in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty, stand in the freedom by which Christ has made us free. And do not, do not make a determination, do not be entangled, do not be involved, do not put upon yourself again, or let anyone else put a yoke upon you again to the bondage of rule-keeping. Listen, we'll keep the, quote, rules by the indwelling power of God on the inside of us, not to be right with God, but because by faith in Jesus Christ, we have been made right with God. Paul's writing now in verse 2, continuing in Galatians chapter 5, he says, Indeed, I, Paul, say to you that if you become a circumcised rule keeper, or if you become a rule keeper, Christ will profit you nothing. And again, I testify to every one of you who becomes circumcised or a rule keeper that you're a debtor to keep the whole law. That means all the rules. Listen, if you're trying to keep anyone happy because you're keeping their rules, well, the way you wear your hair, the, whether you raise your hands or don't raise your hands, whether you worship with fast music or slow music, whether you believe this, that, or the other thing that is outside of the necessity that one must, that you must be born again, then don't put it on yourself again. Be coated with the Spirit, the Teflon, that says, no, 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 I am right with God. I'm justified by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm not going to add works to maintain a relationship that God began. No, I will allow He who began that good work in me through the indwelling person of the Holy Spirit continue to transform me according to the objective written Word of God. But it's a decision we make. Jesus says, come to me, I'll set you free. Come to me, I'll take away the burden. Come to me, put my yoke on. Be yoked up with me. And don't put on a yoke again. Now, let's think about what Paul said. He said, don't do it again. That means that there are those who have been set free and have become yoked up with the Lord Jesus Christ, but at some point are bewitched. They're tricked. They're fooled through the, the wisdom of man, not the wisdom of God. And they turn their souls away from being yoked to Jesus, and they yoke them up with rules and regulations and good-sounding ideas, spiritual-sounding thoughts that are not founded in the Word of God and are not based in the activity and the doing and the fulfillment and the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. He goes on to say, if you do this, you're going to become separated, not divorced, but separated from Christ. If you try to be justified by rule-keeping, then you're casting God's grace to the side. What grace? The grace that comes to every believer, which is God's ability, God's power, and God's strength to complete everything he began. The minute you decide to put yourself in the doer's seat, in the driver's seat, in things pertaining to the kingdom of God, well, then you are stepping aside from God helping you through that 
spirit of grace on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit. But for we who do not do that, we are through the Spirit eagerly waiting for this hope of righteousness by faith. Verse 6, for in Jesus, listen, if you're in Jesus, you're in Jesus. He is the ark, you're in him, and he's in you. For in Jesus, neither rule-keeping nor not-keeping the rules avails or means or accomplishes or does anything. But faith in Jesus Christ working through love. Listen, our motivation needs to be the love of God that is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. That is the only pure motivation because God, whose love is perfect, is operating through us. Our faith is in him who loves us, the one who first loved us, and he fills us with his love to allow us to live that life that Christ himself is in us and to, to bow our knee to Christ and allow him to live himself, live his life through us. It's amazing, but it's our decision. Yes, you've come to him, I hope. I hope you have bowed your knee at some point and that you did, in fact, uh, receive at that moment where you trusted him and understanding, wow, there is a peace and a rest that is flooding my heart. But you look back and you say, what in the world has happened to that wonderful joy and peace that I had in the beginning? Well, most likely it came because some well-intended person began to tell you what you need to do to finish the job that God began. Listen, there is a job and it needs to be finished. It's called sanctification and God himself will do that as you spend time with him in scripture. And when you see areas of your life that need to be changed, you don't give a New Year's resolution prayer. What does that mean? Well, you pray it and two days later, you have forgotten it, or you're able to explain why you couldn't do it. Listen, it's not about that. It's about giving our cares and worries to him, knowing that he will do it based upon scripture. So when we're convicted by the Holy Spirit of something in our life that needs to be changed, we immediately capitulate and we say, yes, Lord, I am yoked to Jesus. Jesus, I want you to work these things in my life that your spirit is revealing today need to be done. Well, I hope you're encouraged today here at the kitchen table. I'm probably going to have more to say about this, taking on the yoke of Jesus and breaking the yokes that we have placed upon ourselves. And how do we do that? We repent. We say, I'm sorry, God, that I'm trying to perfect that which only you can perfect. Forgive me, Lord, for trying to do that which you want to do. Forgive the religious side of me and let me focus on the righteous side, the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the right one in us as we believe. Okay. That's it for the moment. Again, thank you for being with me here at the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric saying, God bless you richly today. Good day.